What's up, world? It's your boy. It's Saturday night, and everyone's feeling real jazzy. So we're... With episode 104 of Knifey Lion Radio. My name is Jonah, political provocateur, wishing endless pain on those in power. Joining me tonight... The Michael Phelps of Whirlpools. It's Nick from soccer. <laughs> Salutations. Oh, baby. Zach, you know, he's had a big day, and this game was not inspirational enough to, for him to fight through Mr. Sandman to join us, and who could blame him? It was weird how okay, Zach there. wanted to Go do ahead. he wanted to do the podcast, but with each goal, it seemed like he lost interest. <laughs> That's seemed like the team out there, too. Uh, today, tonight, we return to you. Dear listener, after two FCC games, the 0-0 Heatseeker, Heatseeker on Wednesday and tonight's 4 nothing nail-biter against NYCFC. Um, did any of you still want to talk about Wednesday? Too fucking bad. We're skipping right, We're over, skipping it. right over it. Although when I said that, that was before tonight's game, and now I'm like, man, that 0-0 game is looking <laughs> better and better. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> Although I hate going back in reverse. Um, yeah, too bad. We're skipping right over it. We will talk about Saturday night's game, which just happened. We're recording right after the NYCFC cap part two. If you're lucky enough, you also get a few of our world-renowned... Hello? Kevin will do his MLS Minute. That's right. I'm not picking an FCC Man of the Week. They don't deserve it. But Nick, if you really feel strongly about it, you can award somebody. I'll allow it. Um, and then we'll look at the rails and say, we're going off of you. In Popery, folks, especially you, Nick, homesick reggaeton just signed for a new team in Turkey. Should I be happy for him? No, because I'm not. Better hope you don't meet us in a future Club World Cup game, reggaeton, because the boys in blue are going studs up on every 2080 challenge. Like that, Nick? 2080. I love it. talking 50 50. <laughs> Nick, did you see that? He moved on quick. I did. Um, apparently, Turkey's heavily recruiting uh, non productive step overs. <laughs> Um, and they found their guy, so big things coming our way. I mean, I don't have a say in this, but his family better fucking live in Turkey. <laughs> Otherwise, I feel like we got the wool pulled over our eyes. Like, guys, I'm really homesick. I miss my family. They're all back in, let's say, Turkey. But if they're like in France, he's like, well, I'm closer. <laughs> but uh, not cool, bro. I'm out on you, uh, Club World Cup game. Should I be happy? Because I'm not. What else? Oh, yeah. Speaking of boys in blue, we noted this a few times. Um, Nick, do you notice this? Tommy G, I'm sure we'll get into him because it's a weekly. Uh, <laughs> there's nothing game worthy to talk about. Tommy G referring to NYCFC as the boys in blue about half a dozen times. Did you catch that? Did you? I did. I did. And I was uh, waiting for um, the orange because obviously that's our moniker. But yeah, guy's lacking creativity or something. Not getting around, is he? He's called us that many times are we the boys in blue or are they the boys in blue and i don't know i felt a little i don't know like he's playing favorites he's uh jumping on the mycfc bandwagon um but we were both wearing blue much to the chagrin of my son we're wearing our home kit but we're not home I'm like this is a real mind blower i'll talk i'll explain this and uh, why there's no god someday but right now let's just watch the game son um on the flip side if you tweeted out uh, foolishly, uh, hashtag Loka take my energy at any point on Saturday. You're invited into this mind bending rave inside the John Hark's cave, cave of wonders. wonders. Nick, I tried to get that mm-hmm. trending. Uh, college football kind of 
took precedent, but we had a lot of people right. tweeting it. And honestly, foolishly, it's like those times when you play the lottery and you're like, you know what? I'm feeling pretty good about this lotto ticket. That's how <laughs> I felt after this ha- hashtag. And uh, spoiler alert, he didn't score. But before the game started, were you? did you think the trending hashtag was going to be enough to put a ball in the net for Loka? I thought it would. Um, I was... I was a little disappointed. There wasn't as much participation as I thought there was going to be, but now I think everyone sees the results with Loka and that free kick. Um, had a couple more people shared it. I think we know the outcome. But here's the thing. If the goalie wasn't there, Nick, that's a guaranteed <laughs> goal every time. That's right. Yeah, if the goalie doesn't get his hands on it, it's going in the goal. Uh, there was a late one by Spencer Ritchie where like, it was really right to his side, easy, kind of push it out. It's like, Great positioning by Spencer Ritchie. I was like, if he lets that in, he's off the team. Like, I, they, I love when they do that. I was like, yeah, imagine if if he doesn't make the save and that goes in and you rake him over the coals for it, it's not that great a save. So that's my stance. Um, yeah, is there anything else you want to talk about before we get into the NYCFC cap, Nick? No, no, I, I think I'm uh, ready to just jump right into the disaster. We so. have the mood captured. Yes, I believe so. Uh, well, we had to New York, psych, uh, New Jersey for what feels like the third time in four weeks. That actually might be true. To, uh, so, yeah, true. But we're short a man as Nick Haglin revealed to be the man with COVID-19. Couldn't make the trip. Apparently, yeah. Nick Haglin was the glue holding this fucking team together. He was the missing link. So uh, he comes out. Vanderverf comes back in. And, um, you know, if you're a fan of anyone on this back line, Today was not the day for you. Nick, everyone, you know, I like to give Waston support because he gets so much shit online. Uh, he definitely got burned on that first goal. But really, if you're a supporter of anyone on the back line, it's, uh, it wasn't a great game for you. No, it really wasn't. Um, you know, with, with Watson on that goal, he was just, I, I think he was thinking the pass was coming, so it just stopped. And man, it looked really bad. But, but even before that, the midfield was gaping wide open. I mean, I don't know if we were trying to just press immediately off the whistle, and there's just this giant hole right in the midfield that they just kind of eviscerate us with, which led to the goal. But um, no, boy, what a just lousy <laughs> half in general, but a game altogether, the back line. Yeah, uh, not only was it a goal, it was a goal at 30 seconds in, 40 seconds into the game. I was barely paying attention, um, and that just happened, and I just bursted out laughing. Because at that point, what else can, what else can you do? And then you watch the replay, you're like, geez, Louise. And uh, it really took the wind out of my look at Take My Energy sales. <laughs> I was immediately, I know one shouldn't negate the other, but I was like, you know what? I'm not feeling as confident as I was 30 seconds ago. And yeah, you know, usually, Nick, every episode I say, first 10 minutes, look pretty good, this and that. No, right. Not at all. I, <laughs> we sucked th- from the I, jump. I, but I think that the pattern that you were noticing is what is what happened tonight. Where I feel like the last three games we've become more offensively progressive, um, and even um, Stam at halftime was talking about the, you know the downsides of like heavy pressing, which I think we just came out of the gates trying to put a heavy press on their defense. But boy, I think we came out a little bit too fast to get <laughs> get caught in a situation like that. Thirty seconds in. Um, geez, that was not a way to start the game. I just saw Joe, aka 3DEF, point out that Tommy G said uh, the first goal flipped the momentum. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I guess for this first 20 seconds, it was all FCC. And then uh, things really flipped. I don't think that's the right verbiage. Sorry, Tommy. <laughs> if you put out the low-hanging fruit, I'm going to take a big bite of it. Nick, do you want to do headlines while we go, or do you want to save headlines? I'll, I'll leave it in your court. 
We can just do them as we go. That's fine. Um, which we were just talking about Haglin, and I just read this in Nashville Gun Lingerie Weekly, <laughs> and that is. Cruz curses FCC with marriage consummation that even depleted Loka's energy. <laughs> I, think, I think the real winner is that uh, publication. It's <laughs> uh, coming. What's the, what's the? Uh, uh, yeah, Soldier of Fortune. That'd be a good addition to that for my doctor's office. Uh, speaking of Nick Hagland, this was a headline that uh, Zach would have appreciated if he heard it. This was from the the Nashville. Um, Lingerie, gun show. Gun lingerie. Gun lingerie. Yeah, they had a second article. Not really my thing. Defiant Haglin proclaims using a rest stop urinal and not licking it isn't an option. Did you see that? It's not a <laughs> <laughs> thing. Oh, geez. Wow. Um, I'm going to look up a box score. How, I don't know how early that's Well, that while you look that up, I'll go ahead do. and read this headline about Haglin that I came across, too. This was in um, Amish Technology. It is... <laughs> In reveal party, Heglin kicks and explodes COVID-laden ball to reveal diagnosis. And then a follow-up was, when guests were asked if they understood the symbolism, they said they were positive. <laughs> I like that you have the the article <laughs> inside as well. Yeah, this was a yeah. I mean, it was like a subtitle kind of thing, you know. No, I appreciate that. That's what the, you know all the movies do these days. Twenty uh, fifth minute, we let in another goal. I mean. Kudos to us for hanging on for 23 minutes before that second one came in. This time, they catch Spencer Ritchie. And in fact, well, before the game, Spencer got the start again. I was going to say, I don't know if you saw, Spencer got the start again. Uh, But this was from the Seattle Sun-Times. Unholy goalkeeper union. Trump administration receives letter from a Kemper Schmitzi that that keeper Teton is from Muslim part of Poland in effort to have visa revoked. Wow, sorry, I kind of stumbled over myself. <laughs> Kemper Schmitzy. Oh man, what a guy! He's using a pen name. Uh, but speaking of letting that goal well, in, the goal. I mean, it was big news. So obviously, the Tacoma Trist wrote this: <laughs> Richie strikes deal with Kellogg's for new honey nutmeg cereal that requires <laughs> milk poured first. You're in my mind. This is from Highlights Magazine. Eggnog from hell. Sp- spreading Spencer in a holla days after a huge helping of nutmeg. Yeah. I'm glad we were on the same same page there. Let me bowled out my ones and I did not really my thing. We gotta pour the milk first with this the cereal, man. I think who knows what's to blame, but uh I'll tell you what, Spencer seemed a little bit uncertain after that first goal. He was a little shook. And mm-hmm. uh I wouldn't put any other goals directly on, you know. Besides the nutmeg one, I wouldn't blame him for any other ones. But there was another one that was a shot, a free kick that looked like he could have caught. And well, it looks like he saw it late and pushed it over the top. I'm like, why did he see it late? That's like exactly where the ball would went. Not a great game for anyone, but not a good game for our boy Spence. Yeah, well, I think Spence, even on that second goal, yeah, he was caught near post. That's the cardinal sin of goalkeepers, of course. But you know, the guy dribbled all the way up to basically the goal line. So, in a way, the three goals were, you know, Spencer, I think maybe this is a little bit too strong or too positive, saying I think he did the best that he could in most of the situations. But if, you're, if your back line is leaving you hanging out the dry, you're, you're going to get bombarded, which the Waterloo Bulletin noticed um, because they had this headline here, 
FCC backline shows support for teammate Haglin by standing in place with raised fists for first 45 minutes. <laughs> hey, we're in this together. Solidarity. Uh, speaking of, and you kind of felt for him after reading this, this is from the Costa Rican Gazette. Shades of lose. Wary Waston tearfully admits complete colorblindness after early defensive laps. You see that? Both teams wearing blue. What did you want from the guy? You can't it's see shades either. But I mean, giving up a goal that quick, it's rough. And it was so rough, there was a headline about it. This is from the Columbus Gazette. I like just doing an alliterative azette with whatever it is. Uh, spoiler alert, Mayor hated this one. <laughs> I can finish faster. Horny birthday boy Frankie bemoans New York scoring within the first minute. I was like, doesn't his family listen to this? I was like, no, they just followed the Twitter account. It's like they're not they're not getting through that. Forty-third minute. Well, couldn't hold off till halftime. Matricia gets another one. Matrita? No. Well that too, but like I don't remember like who to blame for the second well, one. You know, it's it's yeah, a blur. I mean, I, I agree. I think it would obviously I mean, not obviously, but likely the right back because Matrita was wide open on that other side of the box with that ball played across. Yeah. So, I mean, he had all the time in the world to basically set himself up and just tap it into the corner. So, you know, I, I don't know. I don't want to I don't want to blame. Um, B-dub. Yeah, but there was <laughs> that, a lot of room over there. I'll have to go back and look at the replay. That was so. at the time. I was like, why didn't anybody go? Why didn't anybody go with the runner? I don't know. It just it's one of those ones right. you're watching on TV. They're like, well, if this guy gets the ball, he's going to score. And it's exactly what happened. And it's just frustrating. Um. Speaking of which, this was from not speaking which was, uh, Miami Herald. We are totally fucked. Trout Dairy alerts shareholders after Alan Cruz's wife reveals pregnancy photos. <laughs> Mayor really hated that one. <laughs> Trout Dairy. Haven't heard about them in a while, have you, Nick? No, I haven't. I don't I'm think they have shareholders, do you? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, 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 jeez. Well, come on. Let me just, let's get my bad ones out of the way. Just kidding, all bad. Um, Do you see this? This was in the Texas Times. New York City? Texas-born Garza may be short on pace, but even he's tired of playing teams from the Big Apple. Right, Nick? It's a salsa (laughs) one. (laughs) Oh, Zach would be killed over right now. It's a pace picante, is that what it was? (laughs) New York City? Yeah, pace picante. Oh, wow, wow, wow. So, second half comes, and uh, if you think it was going to be more of the same, you are dead right. Do you remember uh, us flipping a <laughs> flipping a switch in the second half? Because I don't, and it was... Actually, they didn't get their four, fourth goal till later in the game, but yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that was... I mean, and that was off a free um, a free kick, which deflected in, but, but yeah, I mean, nothing really overly noticeable happened in the second half, other than I think we, for some reason decided to just play way more of a defensive shape um, <laughs> as to prevent any more goals, which had the Chillicothe Examiner uh, pointing out that FCC persuades Stam they can still play, they can still bunker down defensively with second half NYC FC performance. Absolutely. <laughs> you know what the worst about this is? Did you see uh, Matt Doyle's tweet? No. Oh, and he, he responded to me too. So Tom Bogart had a tweet. You know, he had the thing like, what about this is replicable? And then we won again and we all dunked on Tom Bogart, which was, you know, <laughs> fucking fantastic. And then uh, Matt Doyle says, how many of you are brave enough to apologize to Tom and his dumb mustache? I said, 
goddamn Doyle all this time. You still don't know how we operate. I'm about to triple down on my Tom takes. He said nothing would make me happier. Uh, but yeah, so that is hilarious. We, <laughs> it's true. Like we were all hunkered down and we were like, hey, what? Yeah. But And we also looked completely deflated. I mean, the whole team looked. Yeah, I mean, and I think to point that out was I noticed, especially in the uh, the second half, um, there was a lot of balls just mistouched right out of bounds. I mean, Jow had one, I think. Um, Brandon Vasquez had one where we're just, like, taking the ball into space and we just dribble, like, literally right out of bounds. So I don't know what the, the difference was uh, between the last couple of games, but, man, they just were out of juice this game. Yeah, Cruz, obviously. What? <laughs> so Cruz, obviously, out of juice. I like that we... Uh... Remember the marriage? Yeah, for sure. <laughs> We think that we're always one move away. It's like Cruz comes in a second half. I'm like, oh, if Cruz just starts the game, oh baby, I, I've, I think I've come to the conclusion we're not one move away, no matter what no. the move is. <laughs> well, no, and especially offensively, I, it just feels like we're so we're so frantic. Um, like if you notice, like NYCFC tonight and some of the teams we've played in the last couple games. There's a lot of like building in the offensive third. There's a lot of confidence. There's a lot of like possession. Um, there's just a lot of small touches, sending people into space. When we get the ball, it's matterly. It's it's a matter of just what can we do immediately to try to score because we just don't want to like have any possession in this offensive third for some reason. We just want to really get that counter goal. That's I mean that's what it feels like to me. I skipped over, but in the first half. Does it really change things? NYC probably still gets a goal, but, you know, momentum's a funny thing. Um, birthday boy Frankie kind of stole the ball off uh, NYCFC yeah. deep, and he kind of first-timed it, and it was a, it was better than a Loka shot, but that could have easily been a goal. And, uh, you know, it's a different game. Well, to give credit where credit's due, is it with Sean Johnson, that's the name, right, yeah. of their keeper. He, he was in a line. If you looked at the replay at that angle where it's just – um, Sean Johnson in line with Amaya, you can see how good of positioning Sean Johnson had. I mean, because my first thought is, why didn't he just knock that far post? And then when you see that angle, you see how well that was cut down and that the near post was a little bit more open. But uh, yeah, just a real bummer. Could I, I mean, I actually had the same thought. If that goes in, that changes the pace of the game. Maybe that second goal doesn't happen. Um, it's funny. I mean, I'm a terrible soccer player, but I played enough indoor where you get the ball in front of the goalie and you know you could just go to either side, but somehow it's just like a magnet. You kick it fucking right at the goalie and you can't understand it. And even like in the pros, you watch it and like, why did you just kick it straight at him? And the, I don't know. Well, is it because he's standing there and he's in the middle? And just like your instinct is like to put it on target and the middle is the most on target. What is it about the middle that even when your heart says put it to the side, I mean, which Frankie did, but I'm saying in general, sometimes you end up just kicking it fucking straight at that dude. My my theory is this. My theory is most of the time when you're playing a ball, I think you're playing it, you're striking a ball through the middle and you're, you're playing it kind of a, like straight. When you practice, like technically you're, you're, you're knocking a ball straight off your foot. So when you have that muscle memory and you don't look at the ball when you're striking it for like a, a chance you're trying to score a goal and you're just kind of like, have not having eye t- contact you're relying on muscle memory you kick it straight through the through the ball right into the keeper's hand so it goes straight that's my theory and i can just hear zach groaning during, <laughs> during that entire explanation well right now loke is like good theory i subscribe it's not me it's my muscle memory i'm just too good at practicing but one guy who didn't want to be any part of this anymore 
and there's a headline about it. This was from the Celtic Sun Times. Baldy McBone Spur. Draft dodging Gootman fakes hammy to avoid war with New York. Thank you. Baldy McBone Spur. Um, Gootman, we like to shit on Gootman and blame you for it. You know, he was no worse than anybody else. He didn't have like a a Waston moment or a V-Dub moment where you're like, there, there, there. He was just part of the general bad back line. Yeah, it was was bizarre. Uh, I mean, he did have, I think... One or two balls he may have dribbled or trapped out of bounds, but like that was that was literally it. Like he said, doesn't really distinguish him from anyone else on the team tonight. But it, it just felt like an overall like team wide like like um, demotion in terms of how they've been playing the last couple games. It really did look like they were tired and that they were winded and they just weren't having any type of quality touches. I know Tommy G said that everyone was overly emotional from the big diagnosis, um, but I just think they all look fucking tired, man. Yeah, I mean, the season sucks, but when you see other teams play good, they're like, well, you know, it sucks for everybody. <laughs> and I'm, I'm definitely losing any confidence in road games. I don't know why we just can't travel anymore. I don't know if just like the, the travel on the same day thing messes teams up at all, but like... I'm confident we can keep things relatively scoreless at home. And then when we go other places, it's like all bets are off, which uh, it shouldn't be that dramatic. But apparently it is. It got so dramatic that this was in the Cincinnati Enquirer. This headline, this one hurt. We'd like to be known as East Opposite End. West End attempts to rename to dis- disassociate with horrible soccer team. <laughs> wow, real Nick headline. Am I right, Nick? Yeah, no, that is uh, that's down at my level. It's really a great D beef there. Um <laughs> But, you know, with us talking about how, like, sometimes it's just so frustrating to sit and watch a team that you know has some type of potential just underperform uh, so much in a season to the point where it starts making you questioning endeavors like, you know, having an FCC podcast, which the Mount Area Carrier picked up a, <laughs> a story here. Uh, local FCC podcast host clutches toaster and kisses children for the last time before, <laughs> quote, going to make toast in the bathroom. <laughs> you, you missed an alliterative before going to make tub toast would have been really nice. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about somehow toast. trying to incorporate going up into the attic with a rope and I would have tied in your pace picante joke a little bit ago. Or maybe you taking a toaster into the into the hot tub. Yeah, well... Nick's Some hot might tub be toaster that. Some take might be of the into week. that kind of thing, okay? <laughs> Get a little zap. I know it must be great well, uh, every week that like I question the existence of the podcast <laughs> for like someone who's listening. Like, well, this is really <laughs> encouraging me to be along for this ride. This guy doesn't even want to be doing it. It's well, not one of the red flags yet. was you going. We got to do this till we get into the new stadium, right, guys? <laughs> Like, yeah, Jenna, yeah. I told you it was obligated, so yeah. I'm sure it was haunted uh, Let me get my last really bad headline out of the way. This was from uh, Consumer Reports. Is that, what's the, is that the name of the one? They're always doing all the testing. Consumer. I bought, it, I bought my toaster there, yeah. It's yeah, reading yeah. It. I bought my tub there. Dead Edison's Country Christens FCC with new nickname to honor their total lack of inventive ideas. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, oh, that's a nice segue into Edison, too. <laughs> was segue in this? I think, didn't he invent the toaster? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> Probably. He was trying to make a new light bulb, and he was like, wait, this works, too. <laughs> that's basically what the Easy Bake Oven is, right? It's just a hot, uh, it's just a light bulb. 
it's an incandescent light bulb that gets really hot uh facts folks shit i was thinking uh while we're talking about quitting the podcast i've just uh well no i'll save it for potpourri (laughs) i even have it written down for potpourri uh nikki any more headlines before we uh give our rest of our thoughts about this horrendous game fresh out man got nothing uh it's just i hate when it's no fun last (laughs) nycfc game you know we got that second half goal it gives you a reason to pay attention and i'm not like a person who turns off a game early unless it's like seven to nothing or something in this case i kind of doom myself with the loca take my energy thing i was like well he could still goal goal is still goal freudian uh he could still score a goal and i had my tweet ready to fire off <laughs> so i'm just like okay he could still get a goal as dumb and pointless as it would be but no he didn't i mean he had one uh, Vasquez towards the end put in a cross that was relatively close. And I hate that something like that is like a memorable moment. Like, oh, that was kind of close. Three feet from a cross. And like other teams are like, yeah, we have actual <laughs> chances. But uh, it's just hard well, the when tell- it's no fun, huh? The telltale of that is Brand Vasquez being man of the match. Is <laughs> that who it was? When they, when, <laughs> they had, when they announced that, I was like, really? I guess not. I guess they had to pick somebody. I had no idea. I think 2 nothing. They still might have given it to Spencer. But they're like, all right, 4 nothing. I don't think we can do this anymore. Uh, who else was out there? Uh, everybody but Zico. Zico. I honestly can't believe how small he is every time I see him. Like, I posted that picture of him. And I think people probably thought I posted somebody from the youth team. I'm like, guys, this guy's on the team. He's a defender. And uh, I thought it was the perfect time for him to get out there. But uh, apparently not. Uh, Deplon came in. Whatever. Same, same old, same old. Uh, but yeah, I missed I missed Nick Hagland. And like it always is, the guy who's not in the game becomes the saving grace for the game. So we can only assume when Nick's fully recovered and is back on the pitch, uh, it'll be a whole new ball game. Yeah. Hagland's looked just, I mean, remarkable the last couple of games he's played. Um, he's really came in and, and filled the position really well. Uh, him and Madunian and both, I think were kind of, well, not necessarily Madunian. He's was scoring some of the goals that we had, but I think Hagland for sure, maybe an unsung hero the last couple of games because, uh, yeah, he's he's just been in the right place at the right time and shutting down passes and everything. And uh, man, really, really killed us without him tonight. That was the only possible explanation. Um, so who do we give big blame to? Nick, let's assign blame. Do we want to blame uh, FCC, the club, for just continuing to not improve? Do we blame uh, Gerard because he seems to be getting off easily? Do we blame the players? Do we blame Jeff? Do we blame 2020? Do we blame Corona? We got to blame somebody because that's, I just asked the question. (laughs) (laughs) Like I said, that marriage consummation took a lot of Cruz's energy out. Um, I don't know. I don't think he can really assuredly assign anybody on the field. It was all pretty mediocre to bad all the way around for the most of the game. Um, I just think they're playing stale like... uh, Tommy's commentary, so maybe we blame him. <laughs> I, I mean, that's as good as anybody else. It's just like you think we get a couple more zero zeros in a row. Like, well, I'll tell you one thing: our defense is definitely better than it was. And then, like a game like this happens, you're like, well, <laughs> <laughs> you got too confident. And then uh, turns out, no, we're we can still be just as bad as ever. So I don't know. It uh, it just it hurts my spirit. We didn't even get to touch on it because we skipped the game, but Lacadia, I thought I could personally will him to score. Last week, he had another one that at the back post where, you know, you really would hope that your striker, who is a DP, would score that, and he didn't. This game, 
nothing you could do about it. He really didn't get any good chances, and the whole team just didn't get any good chances. But uh, it's getting pretty depressing out there, isn't it? It is. Uh, Lucati did have the free kick, which was right, right, right. a really well-struck ball. But, yeah, to your point, in free play, he wasn't getting fed really anything. And I was watching him, and it didn't look like he was uh, checking a lot to the ball. Um, the couple times I was watching him, he was trying to hold, playing a high striker. Um, so I, I just almost wonder if he's checking back a little bit more, getting involved in a play, if that does something. But probably not. Uh, <laughs> but. You know, I will say this, you know, to anyone that's bitching and complaining, I get it. He's not scoring goals. That's what we brought him in to do. But the man does possess a quality higher than pretty much everyone else on the team in terms of his touches, uh, the balls he plays. Um, He doesn't look like he's the best with speed, obviously, but I I think he's getting himself in the right places um, whenever we do have a little bit of possession. So I don't know. I mean, what do you think? I think just even outside of goal scoring – He's just he's you can tell he's a quality player. He just needs to get get some goals under his belt. Yeah, and there's not a no, there's no alternative. So there's no use getting to uh like what do you want what do you want? <laughs> he's playing out there with Vasquez now who would be the other possible alternative. And Kubo has not lit the world on fire. So what are you going to do? I mean, what do you think about like do you think sometimes maybe there's a thought process of people that when you bring in someone like Loka or some other DP and things don't go the way that they should and they're not scoring goals or whatever, that people tend to blame that person and not the fact that maybe they need a better team built around them. Like, I, I don't know. I just feel like that is, seems like such a, I don't know, like such a thing where people are like, well, this guy can't do anything. We brought him in. And it's like, yeah, well, you know, maybe, maybe we got to start thinking about filling some of these positions around him, you know. I think he has been bad scoring goals, obviously. He's missed too many easy ones, but everybody else has been just as bad or worse. So, it, yeah, they're all I think it's they're both true, but it's also like if you're starting this team from scratch, he's not going to be the one that you're uh, getting rid of. Yeah, he's shown yeah. he's shown enough quality. Yeah, yeah, and I agree with you. I mean, I'm not trying to blame obviously everyone around him. He has missed some opportunities or he definitely should have put the ball away, but I don't know. I, it's it's very frustrating because, you know, in the last three games, we've had some real good chances, and we've finished literally none of them other than a fucking corner kick. So Yeah, it's like nights like tonight. It's like, well, it doesn't matter how good he is tonight. Nobody put Carlos Vela out there. He probably is not going to go golden night either, so it doesn't, you know. Right. We got right. A, we got a lot to fix. Uh, hopefully the team looks a lot different next year because, like, you look at it like, oh, I think I like all these guys, and then – well, they're not good enough. <laughs> just, just all around. It's like if you want to hate Waston, fine, but you can't say that Vanderverf is amazing. Or if you want to say actually, uh, Tom Pedersen is the answer to all our problems. Like, well, he's been out there when we suck too now. So, who knows? <laughs> and you got a secret mystery injury, blue blue flu. If, uh, if you ask me, any other final thoughts on this week? One point out of two games, though. I mean, that's nothing to <laughs> shake. A- <laughs> <laughs> pretty uh, yeah definitely pretty progressive uh in our sake uh yeah i know we skipped over the philadelphia game but i i will say as a, as a quick comment to that 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 game looked i mean that was a very exciting game i i actually really enjoyed watching that that was one of the few games um in this this season that um i've i actually really enjoyed watching i thought we looked very assertive holding the ball really well um obviously same woes in, in a way of goal scoring but uh I just I, I took a, v- a very big positive away from that. Unfortunately, it's just you know fucking one point, but still. 
Yeah, I thought we were the better team, which is good because Philadelphia is a good team. They looked kind of like we did tonight, except they're quality enough to not get or we're bad enough offensively where it doesn't end up the way tonight's did. But like they were the sluggish road team, but we didn't make them pay. Unlike NYCFC, who uh, clearly uh, they did. Were you going to say something, Nick? No, I think you covered it. Do you want to pick an FCC man of the week or do we do we punish them? Oh, boy. (laughs) I know I know somebody had a good game back on Wednesday. I'm 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 just trying to think. I'm trying to go back to that in my head. Jeez, just give it to Nick Haglin. This is, he he had a pretty good game against Philadelphia. Yeah. So we give it to him. I, I you can't obviously go off tonight. I don't know. Loka did have a good game though against Philadelphia. He that was like one of his best performances. So maybe maybe I changed my mind. Maybe I'll give it to Loka. Maybe that will inspire him. Uh, sure. Why not? Loka, you're a man of the week. Uh, I, I, um, <laughs> I showed you, I've been, there's a, it's probably like three months ago now. There's a Reddit post just complaining about, uh, Kendall Waston. And, um, then like a week later he was on team of the week. So I'm going through every comment and everyone, like this one guy who said he should be cut and all this stuff. And I'm like, how about yeah. now you fucking idiot. And so I'd keep, would go back whenever he'd have a good game. And so I, after Wednesday, I was like, anything now, idiot. Like, how about now, dummy? It's like, <laughs> and I'm sure, like, so, someone's, like, replying right now, like, what about now? Which, like, see, Thor's part. You brought this up to, to Zach and I a couple <clears throat> times. This is truly getting to you, I think. Um, <laughs> which is definitely, you know, talking about it right now and after tonight, <clears throat> you know, it's just, it's, it's, it's perpetually going to continue um, and it's always going to be haunting you. So well, the thing is, I'll have a well, next it. home game. It'll be a shutout. He'll be like man of the match, and then I'll go back and just ignore the fact that like he got schooled this last game. Like what now, you fucking bitch? <laughs> you should make a tifo that just says defense for fifteen years. <laughs> like where, bro? Where? <laughs> Soccer City, fifteen year defender, thirty plus league. Um, but yeah, it just sucks. Uh, and I'm not saying I'm not saying everyone who doesn't like Waston is a racist. <laughs> it's just always strange that he gets the brunt of it when it's like these other guys are not tearing it up. I don't know why like Waston just gets more blame than he should. So I feel the need to like double defend Waston. Uh, you know, when he's bad, he's bad. But when he's good, he's like he gets every single ball that ever comes his way in the air. And like that's something he's definitely the best at on the entire team. Oh, for sure. I think when he's on, he he's amazing. I actually think he's incredible back there. He's such a force. You can't play any balls like in the air through the box like you just said with him back there. But yeah, your point stands. I mean, Vanderwerf has had some equally bad moments. He's had a couple good games here recently, but he's had some he's had some real bad moments. Um, obviously, Deplans looked subpar for me at least. You can't you can't just pin it on Waston. I, I do think he has responsibility as a captain to to keep formation and things like that. But it just feels like he's never just the the worst player in the field. Like there's plenty of other people that are candidates. So we're all bad, baby. Okay, <laughs> so paint with a really broad brush. Okay, there's plenty of blame to go around. Um, Kevin, who do you blame? It's your turn to talk about something or just list scores from the other MLS games. It's a brand new. right no 
FC Cincinnati is terrible. Nijkamp and company needs to just come out and explain themselves on what the plan is here. We have DPs who don't play, the new signings taking forever to arrive, the haphazard roster construction doesn't make any sense. I keep hearing about how last year set this team up for failure, but most of the players starting last night were Nijkamp's players, and the ones who weren't Nijkamp's players tend to be the best players on the field, talking mainly about Cruz and Amaya. Last year, FC Cincinnati was terrible because they decided to play a system even though they didn't have the players for it. This year, we have abandoned that system even though we apparently recruited players to play it and we still can't get results. So what was the point of the plan in the first place? If this team doesn't want to try until 2021, the fans shouldn't either. Where is Camo going to fit into this midfield? Where is Barrial going to play? Lacadia can't score a goal to save his life and Jimmy McLaughlin is still hurt. This entire plan, the GM, everybody needs to go. We need to restart. This isn't acceptable. Whoa, man. I had no idea. Potpourri. Nick, this is what I saved for potpourri. This, you're not going to believe this. The listener's not going to believe this. <laughs> so I was thinking about when to quit the podcast, <laughs> of course. But I've just been, uh, you know, checking Twitter, not my non-sports Twitter account, and, you know, checking a few websites, the news websites, a little too much for my brain right now. And uh, I was just thinking, I was like all this stuff about the election, you know, it's really just, it's just bringing me down. I was like, if Trump wins, there's no way I'm doing another episode. <laughs> it's like, you'd think like there's, there should be no connection. And there's like somebody out there who's like, you know, just like kind of conservative who listens and like, Oh, why has he got to do this again? I'm like talking about Trump, but it is connected to me for some reason. I don't know. It's like, I don't want to say life is meaningless. I just think this will feel extra meaningless because the team sucks so bad on the whole. We're a bad team. We're not fun 90% of the time. And then if this just like calamity happens again, well, I don't, when it's election day, I know my birthday is November 8th, so it's always close to my birthday. I want to say we have a game on the 3rd or the 4th, so it's going to be really close. Election day, yeah, it's not like November, November 3rd. 3rd, yeah, November 3rd. I was going to say 2nd. So I'm pretty sure, let me double check. So election day is the 3rd. FCC plays, I think they play on my birthday, actually. Yeah, 11-8, we play Inter-Miami. Like, let's say Trump wins on the third. You think less than a week later, I'm going to want to talk about this fucking stupid soccer team that is just so unenjoyable and soul-sucking most of the time? It doesn't compute for me, Nick. As someone who, uh, you know, your job is just to show up, look pretty, and drop a few headlines and some soccer talk. You don't have the burden like Atlas on my shoulders, but, uh, you know, as a, as a semi-casual but inner observer, am I crazy? <laughs> well, it would be a very um, depressing reality. <clears throat> Not an unfamiliar one, but definitely depressing <laughs> Doesn't it feel worse, reality. though? I mean, I was sad the first time, but if, like, it just seems like somehow this will be worse. Or are you resigned yeah. to the fact that it's more of the same? Yeah, I mean, it's like being, uh, like, <clears throat> imprisoned... And going to the corner of a jail cell and like, you know, watching ants run around and like focusing all your attention on the lesser problems of your life. But uh, yeah, I, I, man, yeah, that I'm not even, <laughs> not even trying. I'm not even trying. Not even trying to think of this right now. This is my problem. Is I keep thinking about it. I was thinking about volunteering, volunteering to be a poll worker. So I don't, I can't just like watch TV for 10 hours on election day. So I'm like, maybe I need to do something to get my mind off it. <laughs> I've already been like, I'm not checking. I'm just going to check my sports just to check KLR Twitter. But like, I can't 
commit to it and it's just bleeding into everything. So I'm just, I can't imagine being in the headspace where I want to talk about FCC versus Inter Miami. You never know. I think I either want to go out in a, in a blaze of glory or in just like apocalyptic, <laughs> apocalyptically. <laughs> well, to um, um, piggyback off your nihilistic slide uh, into meaninglessness, uh, Northside Yacht Club a, doing a, a nihilistic Arby's restaurant uh, for apparently some time where you can go get some um, Satan uh, roast beef sandwiches. So anybody's interested <laughs> and you like nihilistic Arby's. Nick, I just want to get your deepest, darkest fears about your country being torn apart. <laughs> Don't talk to me about food, Nick. This is a safe space, okay? This is where people come to hear uh, me complain about the country they don't come to hear me talk about soccer they're like jonah give me your political takes you don't listen when you're not on the podcast clearly as you said the other time but uh we were talking last week about missing out on you know the antifa flag versus blue lives matter flag bailey flag fights you know and that kind of stuff and i was like you know kind of been, would have been kind of fun from 122 to see <laughs> i could watch the game i could look over see if the shit's popping off what do you think would it have been uh the turmoil around election time and being a soccer fan in the stadium it would have been i feel like it would have been uh it would have been something yeah i mean it could have produced some real fireworks for sure um the best would be to have tommy g um commentate the whole situation and just to hear that later i'm sure it would be accurately (laughs) described and they're fighting in the Bailey tonight now. Well, folks, over the uh, smell of the hamburgers here, we're noticing a fight happening in the Bailey right now. Oh, uh, you don't want to think it's election related, but uh, one guy's got a mega hat on, the other guy's wearing all black with patches on it. Well, and then someone gets punched square in the face and he goes, and looks like his hand just glints the side of his face. <laughs> I just want to know, where'd they get the money for that U-Haul, Tommy? Is that a George Soros-funded U-Haul, Tommy? How'd they get those flags into the game, Tommy? <laughs> well, you're asking the real questions, Kevin. Wow. So, I mean, clearly Nick doesn't want to engage in uh, my political suicide here. So, <laughs> it's fine. I'm just preparing myself mentally, physically. I just I just think everyone's, I think everyone's got a, a heavy enough dose of the uh, misery. No, 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 at no. Least, at least I just, yeah, yeah, I'm, getting, I'm becoming apathetic. Yep, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> you're not going to vote? No, I'll vote. I, I heard it doesn't matter in Ohio. There's no point. A Green Party's not going to elect itself in office. <laughs> it's just, uh, that's the, see here, Nick, it's the problem with FCC. They literally refuse to let us take our minds off stupid shit. <laughs> like, we scored a goal. It was 2-1 in that other game. We're like, here we go, baby. We got a fucking goal. And, like, I was cheerful on the podcast. And then a 0-0 tie. That could have carried me another zero zero tonight. I've been like, well, that's funny. We just can't score a goal. But like, they just won't let us have anything nice. And uh, I have no confidence that we'll have anything nice the rest of the year. I am excited about Mocha Joe. Much like everybody else who we don't see play, you put your faith in him because he hasn't hurt you yet. You're like, okay, Mocha Joe. <laughs> he might as well be South African Stanko for all we know. But we're like, no, no, no. Mocha Joe, he's going to be just dominating the midfield. He's going to free up Harris to make these balls. He's going to let Frankie be more forward. I don't even know if they're going to play at the same time, but like he's, he's going to be the key. Like you can convince yourself that because you haven't seen him play for SEC at all. And like 
that and Barrio, that's that's what we have. Like, yeah, if we have somebody on the other wing, and that'll free up more space for Lacadia. And then, like, it's all bullshit that we talk ourselves into. But once those two, once Barrio and Mocha Joe play, and if they don't play well, we literally have nothing else to possibly. <laughs> get our hopes up about except for this well, allocation really, spot go ahead it really is like like conspiracy thinking you where you're just like <clears throat> you're just <clears throat> continuing like getting yourself all riled up over these hypotheticals like and then he'll come in and then this will happen and this <laughs> and it's going to be great and we're never going to lose again and it's like nah, and they score no. in 30 seconds <laughs> it's like oh same lineup as that zero zero draw we were feeling it last week so it's just a continuation of last week and then like immediately it's just like guess what this is going to be a whole fucking different game. It's like, literally, you don't get a minute to, like, enjoy the fact that we're in a game, which was just uh, just so precious. Um, I'm never taking the glossy introduction, like, player introduction video, like, serious again. Just, like, all the polish and, like, the poses and the music and all the, uh, you know, pumping up. I'm just like, nah, nah, I don't believe it. I don't believe it at all. Not getting excited. I will say, lucky for, for Yap, he's got, like, his personality and just like his stature. It's like, well, we know it's not Yap's fault. They're just not listening to him. <laughs> like they're not following his plan correctly. And uh like if he looked like fucking uh if it was Demay this entire time and the team played exactly the same way, be like, this guy's in over his head. <laughs> but it's like it's Yap. He's got a plan. They're just not, you know, the players aren't good enough yet. So Nick, you're gonna be right on top of the action at the new stadium. Just I don't know if you heard yeah. that. <laughs> Every seat's a good seat. <laughs> but it's like it's not really that exciting when uh you're watching shit soccer it's like hey man i'm right on top of the action i can see us getting fucking trounced this is fucking great but uh i'm still looking forward to i'm still looking forward to this stadium what about you nick well maybe the newfound confidence of the new stadium and <clears throat> the the crowd hopefully at that time there's a uh, attendance people are showing up at that time maybe that whole new um, atmosphere is the changing point. Maybe it's a psychological step forward, um, coupled with you know us getting eleven new players. Yeah, possibly. Uh, yeah, it's sad that like we have like three building blocks after 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 three years of MLS building. But uh, I mean, it's it's perfect that the documentary ended right after the Portland game. Like, and that was the end <laughs> of the story. We went out on top. They had the right idea after all. Nick, besides um, avoiding real life, uh, the dangers of the world, just digging your head in the sand, is there anything else going on uh, in your world? Anything more joyous that, you know, share the joy. If you have the joy in your heart, way down in your heart, feel free to share it, okay? I can be turned around. I'm reachable, reach aroundable. So I've been bunkered in, uh, working on school stuff, trying to finish out my last year. Um, And the articles are getting more and more ridiculous every week um this is i know this is more exciting than talking about soccer but um <clears throat> or that's the literally that's that's literally it that's literally what i've been doing so there's nothing nothing real crazy to report um so back to your point after coming out of my room reading for four hours and sitting down and watching fcc play like that um not a fun life so. <laughs> <laughs> and then we got the biden trump debate coming up no no i'm just kidding um my kids are going back to uh, in-person schooling CPS in a week, so I mean that'll be one more thing to get excited about. A lot of uh, <laughs> I'm seeing a lot of a lot of parents online who are you know not stoked about it, and I'm just like eh, just take them, <laughs> just fucking take them back. Like, <laughs> I've been broken down so much. I'm like, what's you know, kids don't get it. 
like I've turned into that guy and uh I think the I think they'll be all right. It'll be nice for my my sons to see some other humans for once in their lives. Yeah, uh it's it's just been such a uh paradox because I know that going out of my house and like going places makes me happier and uh at the same time way more anxiety ridden because I'm like I just exposed myself. I just went I just opened that door. I touched it with my hand. I didn't even wash my hand. So, um yeah, it's it's not not been a fucking fun ride. I'm really ready to get off, to be honest. It is weird when I'm like driving. I'll drive them to like my mom's house, and you're like on the road, like, hey, first time on the road in four days, feeling crazy, <laughs> or like getting. I've gotten gas like twice in like four months or something. It's like, yeah. And then you're in like I went to Walmart once. And I'm like, oh, this is definitely where I'm getting it. <laughs> no offense, Walmart, but I'm like, it does feel good. Like I I used to like just like going shopping. I don't, I'm sick of buying everything on the internet. I need something tangible. And did yeah. you see Zlatan uh, got coronavirus? This guy was just waiting for it, just so he could get his jokes off. He was ready. His Chuck Norris Zlatan jokes. I, yeah, that's that's exactly what I was going to start saying. Is like as soon as I read that headline, I'm like, here we go. <laughs> We're going to have these Chuck Norris jokes and <laughs> COVID just got. I'm Zlatan. already I'm already annoyed. Like before this even happened. Uh. I did read one, and what was it like? <laughs> I can't remember. Slaytan gets diagnosed with coronavirus. Coronavirus already sorry for its mistake, or something like that. I can't even remember. That's so dumb. I was like, did I do my Alan Cruz Trout Dairy tweet? I was going to call. It's going to be a real big callback. Mary's just like, why? they're always so gross. All your headlines. I was like, that's not true. <laughs> not always gross. She's like, I mean, they're still better than Nick's, but they're still really gross. I don't think she liked how long I went on about the pictures. Because, like, usually when you take maternity pictures, it's like, you know, you've got, like, the huge belly. And it's like, oh, look how pregnant she's like. She's got, like, a three-month max belly. <laughs> like, she's got a Thanksgiving belly. So it's just, like, she's got a Thanksgiving belly and, like, you know, and, like, Alan Cruz is wearing, like, velour shorts. <laughs> it's, like, very strange. It's like, you, would, you wouldn't be confident enough if you didn't know she was pregnant to be like, congratulations. You'd be like, I better hold off. Just in case, I saw you jolted there, Nick. I was like, "Well, I didn't skip." I, I lost, I lost the feed for a second. So <laughs> I'm still talking about the pregnancy pics. Don't worry. Oh, good, um, good. She had the pregnant glow. Okay, I'm drawn to the glow. That's it. It's biological. Nick, anything else to touch on before we, uh, uh, you know, jump into the river? Would you do a soccer ball kick <clears throat> gender reveal for a, a baby? If it was all bought for me and I said to go outside and kick it. I'd probably whiff it. <laughs> I've seen enough of those fail videos. I love the gender reveal fails. Those are my favorite. That forest fire one was a real hilarious one. That was the funniest one. <laughs> did, did you do, did you do one for hilarious. either kid? What's that? Did you do Did you do one for either of your children? No. Okay, no, good. No. Now I can say I, I did do the, I did do the ice bucket challenge, though. So I know you challenged you know, me, and I was just I, like, no. <laughs> yeah, no. I know, and I keep telling you it'd be hilarious if you did it like was it like six years at this point like just now doing it like it's the the further away we get the funnier it's going to be so just remember that these things catch on virally sometimes you don't know where that one had like more of a, a linear line but do you remember years ago on facebook it was like change your profile picture to your favorite childhood cartoon for like child abuse awareness or something <laughs> So everyone was putting up like cartoons as their profile pictures. I was like, what are we doing? Like, this isn't helping anything. And then what was it? A couple months ago, no, last month it was like strong woman challenge. And it was like, make your 
post a black and white picture of yourself. Like women post a black and white picture of yourself. I was like, okay. And then everyone does it because you feel weird if you don't, but you're like, what are we doing <laughs> yeah. again? Like you don't even remember what the point was. Well, they did, they did like, you know, like Facebook, like the profile pics, like you're saying, like for like, um, marriage equality and uh obviously the tragedy that happened in france mm -hmm. but like it does have a weird warping of your mind because like you'll scroll through and like you see someone that doesn't have it and you're like what's their problem <laughs> you know <laughs> like, it's like but it's all like just a most of the time a figment of your imagination unless it's like your <laughs> trump loving uncle those are a, those are more understandable just like put a filter on i mean i don't do that either but it's like right like pray for paris or whatever you know stuff like that but like the one where it was everyone had like a, a care bears picture or something for child abuse <laughs> was like this did not start anywhere legit and somehow this is like a 4chan <laughs> thing and now like they're laughing because everyone's <laughs> fucking putting up uh darkwing duck to prevent child abuse they're like how is this helping again anybody anybody yeah so yeah don't take don't t don't take advice of 4chan especially with hand <clears throat> gestures <laughs> That was one of your bravest moments. Don't wear a sombrero either. <laughs> was that with the D Detroit City? Yeah, those were those simpler times. <laughs> that was that was my my greatest burn on somebody. Although we did come up with a new slang tonight, I was trying to write the word "noted" to Jonah, and I wrote "nord," and he's like, <laughs> "Yeah, it should be a new slang." And I thought it'd be hilarious. Like every time someone says something to you that like you're trying to ignore them, you just look <laughs> at them and say "nord," <laughs> "nord." Somehow, based on that butterfly effect, two weeks from now, everyone's like Twitter and handle name will be like Nord and then like their name. They're like, how did this start again? Like, I don't even know. <laughs> yeah, right. I think it was on. You and I are like, like contributing to it. And even we forgot. We're like, it's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, I'm going Nord. Did you Nord your Twitter yet? No, no. I have Nord. To dive back into the point that I derailed myself from when we were playing Detroit City, there was like this super, I mean, the guy was over the top, like. PC just going hard at all of our fans, which some of them probably needed it. But uh, he was chastising. Who was he chastising? Somebody. Um, he was chastising somebody in our fan base for wearing a sombrero, right? And yeah. um, he was just like, you know, that's very like insensitive and all this stuff and whatever. And then uh, I just Google a picture of their fan base. There's like this guy up front, like one of their head fans, like got this like the the Mexican wrestling mask on. He's like cheering. Yeah. I was like, oh, Mexican wrestling masks are, are fine, right? And um, yeah, and uh, Twitter just, I mean, just absolutely melted down that day because of that comment. <laughs> it, was a, it was a fucking sight to behold, man. Nuclear bomb. <laughs> Chop the nuke. Oh, anyway, they are a bunch of fucking hypocrites. That was the point. Yeah, it was. it's a generational divide for sure because uh, at my age, it's like the first time I'm noticing that like I'm <clears throat> losing touch with what's going on with a lot of the younger internet base. Uh, I really started feeling old that day because I was literally just giving an AOK -okay sign. And I think I was even doing the sign wrong, but whatever. You know. <laughs> um, but hopefully, let's see, what's the upcoming schedule? Is there a possible source of joy anywhere? Um, oh, yeah, Should Minnesota Minnesota United Saturday. We don't have a midweek game, so no excuse. And uh, I don't know if you heard Tommy G mid-game, of course, like, oh, unfortunately, because of uh, you know restrictions, we won't be able to have that f that fantastic pre-game meal in minnesota it's like bro we don't know what you're talking about so there's no reason to like <laughs> gloat about this mystery food what is the deal with food in him it's <laughs> it's relentless well, he probably you know, never he's eats talking, he's talking pierogies he's talking pizza he's talking hamburgers <laughs> yeah now he's talking meals in minnesota this guy's a glutton man <laughs> yeah absolutely he's got a good figure though that's one thing you can't take from tommy g he looks re relatively maybe, slim for as much as he talks maybe about that's food. what the g's for huh 
Uh, Nick, final thoughts. Um, we might even do a podcast next week. I've heard rumors that the Looney Bin is taking over our feed again, but we shall see. No one knows well, for sure. Well, I'll be watching Fargo the entire week to um, prepare myself <laughs> to uh, hear such voices. Well, if we ever did a podcast, like I said, from like Nashville, I think I, I would. I think I could kill that, but and, <laughs> somehow no, it sounds I, the same. The northern, uh, no, northern <laughs> territories. Um, accent not so much I just come back to this one episode of House Hunters that was in Toronto that's what I it's like my baseline that I that I use when I'm doing it and they were like outside looking and there was like a shed like oh honey look there's even a shed for my sticks and skates and it's like <laughs> <laughs> it sticks with me he was so happy sticks, sticks well my and sticks skates. and skates uh, <laughs> it's like we, what, we was the, what, was the, what was the chant with the sticks that we always laugh about what is it the sti- uh <laughs> <laughs> no nuts and bolts. Nuts Sorry, and bolts. We got screwed. <laughs> what do you guys think? Oh my god, that one hurts. That one hurts. <laughs> hurts in all the right ways. Now we had a friend who, in high school, he was talking, telling a story, and he said he was like, "And my teacher said," <laughs> and it's like <laughs> he didn't mean to say it like that. And it's like twenty years later. We haven't forgotten it. It's like we still say, like, my teacher said. It's like it's you don't realize. Uh, Nick, final thoughts. What a journey. Yeah, yeah. It was a it was a real journey into a big old shit pile at the end of this week uh, with the team. But, uh, you know, we've uh, we have a pretty decent record fairing against uh, Minnesota. So I'm, I'm looking up. I'm looking up for the next uh, next game. So you had me for one second. I was like, oh, yeah, wait. <laughs> Wait, uh, in that U.S. Open Cup game, we did take him to penalties. Oh, that's true. I forgot about that. Mitch yeah. says yes that time. That one hurt. <laughs> <laughs> did not go well. Uh, yeah, my final thoughts, folks. I'm going to re- regret saying this, but it can't get any worse. So let's just hope. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to have a whole fucking ad campaign for him this time. I really gave him the royal carpet, royal carpet. Yeah, the royal red carpet <laughs> treatment this time. So, you know, Loka, if you want to score, just fucking score. If you don't, don't score. It's fine. Whatever. Save him for next year. That's what maybe he's saving all the goals for next season. He's like, whatever. Yeah. No big deal. He knows we have great views. We're right on top of the action. He wants to see it close up. I respect that. Uh, so thanks Loka for saving your goals and, uh, you know, Nick Hagelin, get well soon. At this point, I just want to finish above Nashville. I think that's my metric for this year. Just finish above Nashville and I'll be like somewhat happy. I haven't really looked, but I assume we won't. I just assume we won't. It's not, the schedule yeah, makers not, didn't do us any favors. It's not looking promising in that, in that regard. Getting a game against Nashville would have been nice for us, you know. I never, I never, I never had these guys, like, I never thought, like, <clears throat> this season like at any point like we're definitely a playoff contender i mean i there was hope there like we're going to perform well so i i kind of wrote this season off early um i'm just hoping that that stadium really boosts the confidence because that's that will be the make or break deal that will be me fucking grabbing a toaster (laughs) yeah if we're somehow worse next year then like nothing truly makes sense and yeah i'm not shocked that we're still bad it's just like it still surprises me that it can hurt me when we get like absolutely torn to shreds but uh yeah no more believing for me i will disassociate my (laughs) that's what i started doing with the Bengals when they were really bad i just like kind of disassociated like i want like blankly watching and just like seeing it happen and like it doesn't hurt as badly so uh, i'll just do that for the rest of the season so we'll see you you go ahead nick no i i i know exactly what you're talking about like we went into the the decline after the uh, playoffs. Uh, the couple of years we made the playoffs with the Bengals, and it was like, 
start disassociating myself. I'm like, it's a guy in a Bengal shirt. I wonder if he feels like a, wonder if he feels like a loser. <laughs> it's like, I'm so ashamed. Nah, it's yeah, a new day, though, folks. We're, uh, yeah. I'm, I'm on the bandwagon. New day. All right. New uh, day. Yeah. Final thoughts, uh, Zach, get well soon with a case of the tired. And uh, Amelia, what's good? That's for Zach. What else? Uh, Amelia, what's Gootman? Louisville never. Sever. Uh, Nick, I'll delete this. So I was going to make a horrible joke. The equivalent of this Laton tweet. <laughs> Forgot to say that. Oh, that would be terrible. <laughs> just start all these. I can't believe what KLR just tweeted. Nord. <laughs> Nord. Hashtag Nord. Uh, yeah, I gotta, I'm going to write that in my Google Notes. Make sure I don't forget Nord. That's really important. Nord, Nord, Nord. Uh, yeah. Kajana Carter, remember when he tweeted after his first Bengals preseason game? We had a Twitter. I, I didn't. Yeah, he tweeted. He's like, I didn't. I didn't tear my ACL. My ACL tore me. Everyone was like, Hell yeah, Kajana, you'll be back better than ever. Can't wait. Kenyon Martin, I didn't break my leg. My leg broke me. Go Bearcats. All right. I didn't stingray the stingray. Stingray stung me. Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. Steve Irwin. I think that's not the first and won't be the last Steve Irwin reference. On the... See you next week. But if Trump wins, right, Nick? <laughs> like you said. <laughs> that's, that's the loophole. I'll try not to think about politics for uh, the next month and a half. All right. I'll just try to breathe. Everything's cool. Nothing's <laughs> happening. Everything's fine. I love my children. I'm happy. <laughs> Life's good. <laughs> Plug the toaster back in the kitchen. Yeah, where it belongs. All right, rise together. You can say another word, Nick. Go ahead. Bye. All right, see you. All right, see you. How can you see? This is the end. Let's face the truth. It's obvious. Every morning, the sun.